0: I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. I've got a question for you. What could our fear be distracting us from? When we're in a fearful state, what are we actually missing out on, and what are we not doing as a result of our fear? Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. I am so pleased you're here. As you know, in this podcast, I talk a lot about our emotional frequency and vibration. Most often, I've spoken about positive emotional frequencies like love, gratitude, trust, accepting and allowing. But this week, I want to speak to you about fear, because I see how much power our fear has over us when it really doesn't need to. It's also something people don't like to talk about too much, but I feel we do need to talk about it, and we need to look at what we can do about it. This is something I've been considering a lot this week, as I've been witnessing the media coverage and social media commentary here in Australia regarding COVID-19. Right now, we're in the middle of a Delta outbreak. A lot of the country is in lockdown, and there is a huge discussion about vaccinations. And frankly, there's an energy of distrust and fear on all sides of the debate. And it's just not in Australia. Fear seems to be pervasive in the collective consciousness globally, especially in relation to COVID-19. The uncertainty, the illness and death has really brought fear into our local communities. Then there's fear for ourselves in terms of how we should or shouldn't be responding. Should we get a vaccination? Shouldn't we? Should we be supporting lockdowns or shouldn't we? There's so much fear and nervousness around that, frankly, to me, it feels like a pandemic of fear, just as much as it's a pandemic of COVID-19. Then I started to think about my own experiences of fear when I experienced high-functioning anxiety. Looking back, I can see how over the years my fear stopped me from achieving so much, and especially my heart's desires. What I also learned on that journey with my anxiety is that I learned something really important, and that's that love cannot exist in the same space of fear, and fear can't exist in the same space of love. You simply cannot hold two emotional frequencies in your body at the same time. It's actually impossible. So all of this got me to thinking about how fear is a huge distraction for all of us in our lives. And how it really is distracting us from what we truly want, which I'm not sure about you, but I think when I talk to people and when I think of my own experiences, I think we all want to feel more love, more connection, more happiness, more joy and more excitement in our lives. So in very simple terms, when we're in fear, either if it's at our personal level, as a community or as a country, it's really stopping us from moving forward to where we would like to go. It's to me, it seems to distract us and it really consumes a lot of precious energy that could be much better used to go towards much more positive and inspiring experiences. My experience of fear has been that it really can keep us stuck and small versus expanding and growing. And the other thing that I've noticed is that it's really time consuming. It actually just takes up so much time. So we're really coming to the essence of what I'm wanting to share with you today And that is, is that our fear at a very elemental level can really distract us from our higher purpose and the journey that we really came here to be on, which was to really experience greater happiness and greater peace. From where I'm sitting, I see that our fear keeps us in the illusion. We're so obsessed with what's going on on the outside and our outside world and all of the apparent chaos there that we get very distracted from finding peace and joy and calm within. And it's this distraction that keeps us from feeling feelings like love and connection and growth that really are our birthright to experience. So in many ways, this is a conversation I wanted to have with you about recognising fear as a very heavy curtain that is stopping us from seeing the really the full potential of who we truly are. So what I'd like to share with you is this idea of pulling back the curtain pulling back this curtain of fear to see and embrace who we truly are, which is great love and great joy. The opposite of what I think we as a society are experiencing a lot of the time. And I know that it's busy and chaotic and there's a lot of information coming towards us, so it can be very confusing for us and it can be very distracting. But what I've found is, is that when I move away from focusing on fear on the outside, I can move much more into my inner wisdom and to what truly resonates with me and what I truly want. The Buddha talked a lot about the lotus emerging from the mud. And frankly, I believe this is our time to do this for ourselves, to move away from fear and into love and into this peace that we can find within ourselves to really experience our true limitlessness, our dynamic and our loving inner self. And I'm not sure about you, but I feel we have all traveled such a distance to be here right now. Life hasn't been easy, but when we start to look at the world through different eyes, through the eyes of love rather than fear, then we can really move into a different state. We can really blossom like that lotus flower, and we can move forward into the true nature of ourselves in the here and now. What I'm talking about here is really taking that journey from feeling limited and stuck and fearful to limitless and feeling much more open and free and to do the things that we'd really like to do. I really feel it's our birthright to move into this next level of ourselves. And really, this is only possible by letting go of our fear, by letting go of our concerns of of what others will think about what we're saying or doing. And it's really only possible by moving into our vulnerability and into true acceptance of who we are and all of our experiences in our lives. And this means accepting the things that we've done in the past that perhaps we're not so proud of right now. At the personal level, I can see how my choice to focus on my fear stopped me from experiencing some really important things in my life. I look back over my life and I see how it stopped me from taking action on some of the things that were most important to me. It stopped me from creating new relationships. It stopped me from traveling, from trying new things. And it has stopped me until now from stepping into my purpose and from sharing about things that are most important to me. As you can see, this has changed quite a lot right now. At the community level, the same thing is happening. Our fear is distracting us from what's the most important. The example we have in front of us right now is our fear about COVID-19. It's distracting us from, or at least taking our focus away from other things that we'd really like to deal with as a community, such as feeding those in need or looking after the planet. And what I've also noticed is that fear can be so ingrained within us and can be so connected to our everyday life that we don't even notice that it's there. And then it keeps us in our old patterns and in our programmed ways of doing things. So we continue to do the same things day in, day out because we feel safe in our comfort zone. So what can we do to pull back this heavy curtain of fear and see who we truly are? What can we do to find that peace and joy and calm within that will help us to do the things we really want to do in the world? So what are the steps we can take to push aside that thick veil of fear and begin to live life in a different way? Well, you know me, I've always got a few steps and today I'd like to share some more with you. So the first step is, is to understand that this curtain of fear that I'm talking about, this heavy curtain of fear is a huge distraction. I think the first step is understanding that our fear is a distraction is really a vital thing to do. We need to understand that fear is an emotional frequency that we can choose to buy into or not. Like every other frequency we can experience, we can choose to feel it or we can choose to feel something else. So remembering again here that fear can't exist in the frequency of love and vice versa. The second thing is for us to really understand the source of our fears. We all have fears. I'm not saying that we're going to get rid of them. But what I'm talking about here is understanding that our fear can be a distraction to what we really want and that we can do something to manage it. That's certainly what I've learned in my journey. I certainly have learned that in terms of managing anxiety, it was really about understanding that when I changed my approach and when I changed my emotional frequency, then everything could change. So now could be a little time to do a little mini reflection for you. What is creating fear in your life? So let me take a minute and let me ask you, what could your fear be blocking you from doing right now? What could your fear be stopping you from seeing? And what could your fear be stopping you from feeling? As I said earlier, sometimes our fears about things can be so ingrained that we can't even see them. We can't even see how they are distracting us. So asking ourselves questions like this and having the courage to do that is the best way to start to understand how our fear distracts us. The next step is to really be aware of what we're focusing on. We need to choose what we're focusing on. This is a real key to pulling back that curtain of of fear is to be aware of what we choose to focus on in every given moment. So another question for you is where are you choosing to, to direct your gaze in daily life? in your personal thoughts, in your consumption of media and the news, and even in your relationships. What are the stories that you're choosing to share and tell with your family or your friends or your partner at the end of the day, when you get on the phone to them or when you come home and talk over dinner? What are the things that you're focusing on? Are you focusing on the things that are fear-creating or are you talking about things that are really positive? Something I know I've had to do in the last few weeks again is, Uh, particularly in relation to our situation in Australia, is to reduce my consumption of media. Because when this outbreak first started and it was all very dramatic, I could see how the drama of the media story was pulling me back into negativity and fear. So what I could see was that the whole story was really sucking my energy and really distracting me from the things I wanted to focus on, literally taking time. I was taking time to read news stories when I should have could have been doing other things. And I've also noticed how in my conversations I was talking about it more than I previously had been. So I've pulled back in my discussions about it and I've pulled back in my even consuming media because I can see how negative it's been for me. So Where do we pull back to? Well, we can focus ourselves on any other positive emotion that feels better to us. So it could be just a feeling of feeling neutrality or calm or contentment or just allowing and accepting what's going on. I'm not saying you have to go to a great level of joy and love and excitement in this space, but the key focus here is to move away from looking at what's creating fear within you and to move to more at least to a neutral zone or to to somewhere that you're feeling a little more uplifted because what I know to be sure is that every second of our focus and every element of our focus will have an impact on our future experience. And I often remember the words of many masters and sages throughout the ages, when we sow love, we create more love. When we sow fear, we create more fear. It really is the law of attraction in action. The next tip I have for you is to understand that when we let go of fear, there can be a vacuum, and that can be a bit fear provoking. So, this is something that I really noticed on my own journey with anxiety is that when I let go of the fear, there was quite a vacuum in my mind and my thought patterns. And this was a space where I had the opportunity to feel new feelings. Because my old habitual thought patterns had been to feel fear. So when I made a decision to stop those feelings, then the space actually felt quite empty. So what I realized was it was really important in that moment to fill that vacuum with very positive feelings and a focus on positive activities and thoughts. The neuroscience research says that our brain and our body actually becomes addicted to a certain set of feelings. And this is part of that that habit that I was talking about earlier, the day in, day out habits that we have. So our brain and body become addicted to the chemicals that we receive. So this is really what keeps us in the habits of our lives. It's also said that it takes about two weeks to withdraw from those old feelings, So I just wanted to share this with you so that you could be aware that this vacuum is something that you might encounter and it might be something that could hang around for a while, but it is something that we really need to be consciously address and be aware of and that it's going to take some time. It could take up to a couple of weeks to really start practicing putting some new feelings into that place where you were feeling the fear beforehand. The fifth step that I wanted to share with you is to focus on what you really want The great opportunity we have when we let go of this fear, when we pull back this heavy curtain of fear, is to focus our energies on what we really want. So this could be focusing on renewing or strengthening your personal relationship. It could be improving your health. It could be getting fit. It could be a new project for your business or your career. It could be doing something like spring cleaning your home or moving to a new home. Imagine what you could do when you have all of that fresh space, that fresh energy and fresh time to do what you really want. It's really exciting. And it can be a little scary because of that vacuum that I mentioned earlier. But let me tell you, it's a really amazing place to be. So take the time and use this extra energy that you've got to focus on what you truly want. And if you're not sure of what you truly want right now, if you're not sure of your purpose, then just do something every day that inspires you. There might be some things that you've always been curious about, perhaps like gardening or how to bake a different type of bread or to look at vegan recipes or whatever it is. What I've found is, is these really small inspired steps daily can make a huge difference to our lives. So I recently started a new HIT routine, so high-intensity interval training. It's really short and to the point, and it's basically a four-minute set of exercises that I do three times a day. And what I'm finding is it's making all the difference to how I feel and to my personal strength, especially when I'm doing you know, quite strong vinyasa yoga flow. So this is just one example of a small inspired step that I've taken that's making a real difference in my life. It's only taking 12 minutes a day, but it's making all the difference to how I feel within my body and how I feel within myself. Coming now to the last couple of tips that I wanted to share with you. Number six is to accept yourself and others. So sometimes when fear can come up for us in the form of anger or negativity towards ourselves, or it can come up in terms of our fear, in terms of anger or negativity towards others and their choices and situations, And what I've noticed is, is this is another form of distraction that we really don't want. So the key here is to accept ourselves and others that we're all on our journey and we're all making the choices we think are right at the time. So what I've found, this is a really great way to reduce any negative feelings that I'm experiencing and that that could actually bring my vibration down. So you know that old saying, Other people's business are their business, it's actually that's what I'm talking about here. Accept others for doing what they're doing as you are focusing on accepting yourself for doing what you're doing. When we move into this place of acceptance, it really reduces that negative energy and resistance inside of our bodies and helps us move on and focus on what we really want. Now, acceptance is a huge topic, so I've spoken a lot more about this. If you want to go back and listen to episode 22 of this podcast, you'll find a podcast there which is completely devoted to this whole idea of acceptance and allowing. This is a really positive frequency if you want to really understand this and really move into this, so I really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode so that you you can really get what I'm talking about. But the key here is that when we're just accepting ourselves and others, we are staying out of that negative fear space and we're keeping focused on what we really want to focus on. And then the final tip that I wanted to share with you is to choose to add love rather than fear to any situation. So very often, I'm not sure about you, but when I felt negative or angry or that something's wrong, I want to try and fix that situation by adding my viewpoint And what i found is is that this most often does is it expands the negative frequency of that situation. It doesn't ever make it better. It actually expands that negative frequency. So in these times, I've found it's really vital to look at how we can put more love into a situation. Really, how can we be more life-giving to that situation rather than life-taking? A few days ago, I was in a situation in a group chat with some people that I know, where a couple of people shared some social media content that I actually found really confronting and really disturbing. And when I saw it, my immediate urge was to share my concerns that the information wasn't trustworthy and that it was very fear-based. But then I soon realized, I took a moment and I listened to these things that I'm telling you right now, and I realized that even if I said this in the most diplomatic way possible, it wouldn't go down well. So bring on that idea of acceptance that I just spoke to you about. So I really, I sat with it for a while and I realized that instead of voicing my views in that chat group, I thought I would share a video that I'd mentioned earlier to the group of uh, the beautiful Deva and Miten singing beautiful San- Sanskrit healing mantras. And I have to tell you the breakthrough that I got in that moment was profound because I realized I'd made a very conscious choice To add love into the situation rather than adding more fear by voicing my concern or or making a comment on someone else's choices. I had really deliberately chosen a calm approach rather than ramping up the situation by adding more fear to it. So 48 hours later, I know I've made the best decision earlier this week. So I guess what does that's one example that I can give you, but what does adding love to a situation look like in other areas of our lives? So Imagine you're in a situation where perhaps your partner or a family member, your boss, a colleague or a friend has said something to you that you take very personally. What could you do to add more love to that situation? Well, here are a few ideas. What it means is that taking a moment and not reacting in that space at all. It means not saying anything at all later, because sometimes we'll take the time out and we'll think, well, I'll go back and talk to that person later about that. But it actually means not saying anything later. But it does mean adding something potentially completely different into the mix that could take the conversation into a completely different place. Again, I've done this and I know that it works. So the idea here is that we're taking any negativity, any negative resistance out of the situation and adding love in. So I know it can sometimes be hard, especially when someone makes a personal comment. And that's why I brought up a personal comment, because I think that's the one that can get most of us. But what I'm wanting to say to you here is that there really is an opportunity to do things differently and to add love into the situation. It does take practice, but I promise you it is so worth it. It really, really does work. So that's the end of my tips. And before I hand this back over to you, as I normally do, I just wanted to Also, I guess highlight that remembering that our choice, the the way that we feel and the way that we're feeling in ourselves will affect others. As I've said before many times in this podcast, we are frequency and vibration. So our energy that is coming from us will impact others. I noticed this just yesterday in a conversation that I was having with someone that I really care about. I saw how my concerns about a situation, not not to do with, with, with the two of us, but a situation took me to a place in the conversation that it shouldn't have gone to. As I was talking in the conversation, I realized what I'd done. I realized that I'd actually plunged the conversation into a negative space. So it was just a bit, imagine, you know, the, the airplane's plunging, it's in a nose nosedive of negativity towards the earth. And I realized that what I had to do was I had to pull that conversation back up out of that nosedive into the positive. So I managed to do it. I realized it in the conversation and I did it really quickly and easily and I fixed it inside that conversation. So I just wanted to share that with you as well. Just remember that any way that we're feeling, it can it will other people will feel it and then it will go on and affect their day and their experience. So I just wanted to share that with you. And I also wanted to share an idea with you. Imagine if we all spent, every single one of us spent five to ten minutes every day sending love and good vibes out to people around the world, to our friends, our family, our community and the globe as a whole. This is what the Buddhist loving kindness meditation does. And I really feel sure that if we all did this on a daily basis, we would have a completely different experience of our of our community on our planet, because we truly would be pulling back that curtain of fear, and we would be sending love out to them. So that's just a little idea I've had, and if you'd like to do that, it's certainly something that I'm I'm working on doing every day in my meditation, and it's something that I think that you know we if we all just took five or ten minutes, we could make a huge difference to what's going on in the world. So as ever on this podcast, it is now over to you. I'd love you to consider what I've shared today and to think about how you could possibly pull back the curtain of fear in your own life to reveal more of who you are and more of what you want. I would love to hear your feedback on this, so please feel free to put a comment on the blog or to just message me on Instagram at jenramseyfreedom. And please also share this podcast with anything, anyone you think may benefit from it. And please also rate and review it. Every rating and review helps us reach more people, so I'd love to ask you to do that if you can. Thank you so much and take great care as ever, and I'll look forward to talking to you really soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favourite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening.